I'm Amy Jo Martin. Welcome to the Why Not Now show. You know that thing you've been thinking about doing? Yeah, that one. Why not now? Have you ever actually taken the time to ask yourself, what's stopping me? Let's talk it through. This is your chance to give that idea the attention it deserves and take action. Each episode, I have a chat with a fascinating person from entrepreneurs to athletes, celebrities, my parents, rocket scientists, and all walks of life. We talk through a critical time when they've asked themselves, why not now? We dissect that day or even that moment, step by step. Happy New Year. I hope your new decade is off to a good start. Today, you've got me. I am solo because I wanted to share a few thoughts about the past decade and hopefully the future decade and a New Year's message to you. I do have Lincoln, my son, my eight-month-old son, in the studio with me right next to me, so we will see how this goes. It's a bit of an experiment, but I wanted to hop into the studio while this was fresh in my mind. The genesis of this episode was I went to share on Instagram some of the, th- the things I've learned over the last 10 years and the things I intend to continue to integrate these lessons into my life, and I became quickly overwhelmed because there's just so much, right? And I thought, nope, that's a podcast. I'm just going to hold that for you know audio and, and share it with you all. And then I started making notes of, okay, what really would I want to say? And I have all of these, you know, tactical learnings, which I can do another episode on, but everything started to come back to one thing. As I look at the journey, which I think I crammed about 30 years into 10 this last decade, it has been the hardest, the most exhilarating It almost broke me several times, but actually I almost broke myself. And I I keep coming back to one thing, and that has to do with intuition. If you would have said, Amy, what does your gut say to me in 2010? I would have probably rolled my eyes and just said, what are you talking about? I was so focused on specific, tangible, black and white goals and so driven and just hyper-focused to my own detriment at times, but also to my success for sure. As the decade rolled on, what I started to realize was that I wasn't very good at understanding when to let things happen versus when to make things happen. I was just forcing things to happen that I wanted to happen. And I, you know, thought that that's how we do it. That's how we make progress. And sometimes it is. And sometimes it's not. 
And so knowing the difference is kind of the golden ticket that I've spent a lot of time trying to understand and practice. Are you ready for change? Or maybe you're already in a season of expansion. As we embrace this new decade, are you ready to take action on your own Why Not Now idea? Maybe that means starting the company, launching the podcast, writing the book, or doing more public speaking, injecting your why into what you are doing. At the end of the day, that is exactly what creates connection. And connections convert. My life work is to help guide women through this very stage in their life. I do this through the Renegade Brand Bootcamp. It truly is the career love of my life. The reason I love this program so much is because I'm able to create a mosaic, a collection of like-minded, like-hearted, driven women who come together to level up. They learn the renegade mentality directly from me, and I share everything I've learned over the past 20 years in business. It's equal parts education, collaboration, accountability, and community. We are accepting applications for our 2020 program, and you are welcome to go check everything out about the program at renegadebrandbootcamp.com. And as a very first step, just sign up for my five-day email series. I uncover all of the questions about the bootcamp and help you understand if it's right for you. We've had some incredible women come through the program, and you will hear from them as well. You can check out the curriculum, the structure, the vibe, and everything in between. Many years ago, I went to Mark Cuban and asked him for investment advice. I thought I was going to get some real estate or stock market type of advice. Instead, he said, invest in yourself. Invest in your own growth. Invest in yourself. Bet on yourself. This is the best ROI you will ever find. If you're at that point where you are ready to take action, head to renegadebrandbootcamp.com. Just a heads up, the Renegade Brand Bootcamp dates for 2020 will be announced and open enrollment begins this week. So if you want first access to that info, head to renegadebrandbootcamp.com and sign up for the email newsletter. That's where it will be announced first. And I want to make sure you have first access. So there are limited spots. And I'm so excited for this program to be launching. It is the career love of my life. Just head to the website if you want to learn more, renegadebrandbootcamp.com. We tackle the most taboo topics on the Why Not Now show. Oftentimes, you're hearing guests share things they've never shared before. In the spirit of things we don't typically talk about, you should know that the Why Not Now show is supported by Poopery, the original before-you-go toilet spray. It's magic. My friends at Poopery have literally taken the smell out of you-know-what. This pure blend of essential oils stops bathroom odor before it begins. Visit Poopery.com and Why Not Now listeners get 20% off with code Why Not Now. That's all one word. And you can hear the story about Poopery in our interview with founder Susie Batiste. That's Why Not Now, episode 28. Poopery is also available at Bed Bath & Beyond.
I definitely don't have this all figured out, but I do want to share some things that have helped me kind of heighten that inner voice, that intuition, because it has magnified so much in my life in a good way. It has accelerated my business. My happiness and just contentment levels are off the Richter scale. So it really does matter, right? That that um, that voice that knows better than us, that usually knows before we do logically, is so important to guide us in life, in business. And it feels so intangible to me. I think one of the reasons why I just, I thought, oh, that's so woo-woo. And I'm a spreadsheet gal. Like I, I like numbers. I like specifics. I'm pretty black and white when it comes to those things. And I realized you can be both. You know, I would probably have rolled my eyes at the woo-woo kind of nature. And when I say that, I mean, you know, the, oh, let's manifest it. And even meditation and things like that, they just were not in my realm, you know, 10 years ago. And even probably six years ago, I am new to meditation, relatively new. But those are some of the things that have helped. So let me just kind of recap here. I have so many different lessons and takeaways, but the biggest one that seems like it's the umbrella lesson is continue to sharpen and develop that understanding and and ability to hear your intuition because it is your GPS and it's data. I love data, right? (laughs) We like clear facts input that help guide us. That's what this is, right? So I find it as a extreme strategic advantage in life and business. And also it's science. Uh, if When you start to look at it, and I've spent a lot of time around people who are experts in this and they understand the physiological side of intuition, the, the physics behind it. Um, and it's really fascinating. It is sometimes easier to believe when we have some science, we have some backup. So let me kind of start and, and explain a little bit why I was forced to arrive here. So I really didn't have a choice, if you ask me. Um, if you're not too familiar with the story, I started my first company in 2009. It was just off like a rocket ship. And uh, first-time entrepreneur in my 20s. And there was something about the freedom of the entrepreneurial world and just having the ability to design my own day that I I took that as I want to go super fast with this. And so many opportunities, I just wanted to do it all. Well, the company definitely grew quickly. And as I started to have more, I guess you'd say influence for sure, and spotlight, what I started to to do was tell the story that I thought people wanted to hear. So from the outside looking in, the the story and the situation looked pretty romantic, you know, working with some really big companies, really big famous names, doing some big things, writing a book, I had, you know, this this opportunity to be highlighted in a lot of media and just really doing some things that were that hadn't been done before, so they were getting some attention. And then you add the the rocket fuel of 
some of the big names, and then it was just I had never experienced anything like this. Social media following's growing. It's now over a million followers, and it was such a romantic story that I started to share it play by play, and I was not in touch with the inner voice. Let's just put it that way. In fact, I think I had noise cancelers on, <laughs> like I had major earmuffs, and it wasn't as I look back, I just wasn't aware. I didn't have the education and the tools to really know how important that was because I could have listened. It was there. I just didn't know how. And my mental chatter and and everything outside was so loud to me that it became the dictating voice. So I'll spare you most of the details, but here we have a seven-figure company within year two. I'm averaging about four hours of sleep a night on 210 flights in one year. My relationships are falling apart. My From the outside, it looks great though, right? And, and that's where I was so focused was the external factors, the external feedback and recognition and really kind of became a bit addicted to that feedback loop on the outside that I I lost so much touch of what I wanted on the inside. And so back to that internal GPS, it it wasn't even relevant. There was no guidance from the inside. So here I have all these external accolades, New York Times bestselling author, entrepreneur, blah, 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 got a following on social, and then the inside was bankrupt. So it was rich on the outside, poor on the inside. And I got to a point to where I had to make some huge changes. I was forced to because of my health, because of my relationships, because of all of the things that happen when you are running on empty and you're running on fumes, really. And I'm so grateful that it got to that point because that's when I had to start looking on the inside. And it is a process. I mean, this started about five years ago. It really started probably six, but I started practicing much more about five years ago. And it takes time to unlearn some of those behaviors. And I still have them. They pop up every day. But if there's something I can share with you, where you invest your time and where you invest your money too is everything. And I've really started to shift that from just business professional growth into personal evolution, personal expansion and growth, meaning understanding how I tick. That is going to be the playbook for my own success and uncovering things and really understand how to push my own buttons in a healthy way versus forcing things. So some of the things that I have really backed off on is, first of all, the philosophy of you need to grind and chase and hustle and grasp and be so hungry that you will win if you force yourself to into that state. And that was totally my operating system. And that had to shift. I think what's interesting is I like a good old pendulum swing. (laughs) And so I tried to just do a 180. 
which doesn't really work either. There's a part of me that just has that drive and has that motivation. And for the longest time, I think that I resented it because I thought that's what got me into, you know, some of the internal turmoil that I had that shows up on the outside, of course. And I realized that's not necessarily the case. It's really understanding where is that coming from, you know, back to the fact that things are always an inside job. So if my intention is a, is pure and I have an inside reason for wanting to be super motivated for something, then that's great. But if I am just hustling and grinding and chasing for the sake of wanting something on the outside, it doesn't end well usually, right? And and when I say that, I mean more it's not fulfilling. It's usually not sustainable, that speed, that force. And what I've also realized is that when I ease up, I am more successful. In every aspect of that word, in every definition, I feel better. I'm more productive. The results are better. And so this is fascinating because I really thought it was the other way around for so long. And I think we're taught that. You know, you look on social media sometimes and it's like hustle, grind, I'll sleep when I die, 24-7. And people wear that as a badge of, of pride and honor. And that's, in my experience, that is not how it works. If you are having to push and force that hard, there's something off because it's not supposed to be that hard. And don't get me wrong, life is tough, right? There's no doubt. But if you are constantly finding yourself in that state, something needs to change first on the inside because it does not need to be that hard. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hi everyone, if you are digging this podcast, please do us a favor and subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It just takes a moment and it means a ton to us. Also, after recording more than 100 episodes, I've created a bit of a cheat sheet on the top five things I've learned from renegades and how they get from idea to action, from dreaming to doing. I will email you the downloadable PDF when you subscribe to my newsletter. Just head to amyjoemartin.com and click on connect with me. One of the things I wrote down as one of my lessons to integrate in the next year was a healthier relationship with money that I've been developing. And I realized this just comes right back to intuition and it's always an inside job because I really subscribe to money equals sacrifice. If you sacrifice enough, you will make money. You know, whether it's your sleep, it's your time, relationship. And once again, that's not true. It's absolutely not true. And the reason I know this is because I've been practicing this for the last several years and I do not feel I've had to sacrifice in order to make money. And I've actually been even more successful. So it's these beliefs that we had in our minds that can be tough to overcome. But at the same time, if we are listening to our own inner voice, it becomes so crystal clear. So when I say inside job, what I mean is really my motivation in the past has has really been about wanting things on the outside. 
You know, if I could just lose X amount of weight, if I could just land this business, if I could, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever that looks like, you know, fill in the blank, then I'll be happy. And chasing that, those external results, the external feedback and recognition can be really just addicting. But I found out that I would always wind up wanting more or it wasn't enough or it wasn't what I thought, maybe wind up empty after some big accomplishment. You know, that's what I mean when it's an inside job is you have everything you need to make yourself happy. And when we start to look outside is when we go wrong. So Lincoln, my son, is currently snoring in the background. Hopefully you can't hear it, but I'm happy that he's sleeping. (laughs) So one of my quests was how do I listen to this inside voice, the intuition? I've done this through a few different ways, and it's very nonlinear, which I like linear. I like things one step after the next, straight lines. But its I'm sure it's different for everyone, and by no means am I an expert on this, but I'm just sharing my experience of the last several years. Meditation has helped. It has definitely helped. I started with Headspace and having guided short meditations and then started with Transcendental Meditation called TM for short. Some people refer it to TM. And um, that is a, I think it was a couple of days of training and then you're good to go. And so that's a little bit more, I'd say, formal meditation. There's so many different types. There's no right or wrong. But for me, the goal is to kind of start to quiet that conscious mind and get down deeper get down deeper to access the stuff that I typically don't access on the surface. And so that's that's an art and science in itself. What I liked about TM is that they do teach you the science behind it. This practice is thousands and thousands of years old, so this isn't some new thing. And I can tell you that of all the people I've interviewed and even just worked with, really incredible innovators, renegades that have done neat things in life, impactful things. Most of them have some form of meditation practice. Another thing that's really helped me is my mentor, Susie Batiste, who has been on the show many times. She is probably the most advanced person I know when it comes to constantly growing her and and elevating herself from a personal development standpoint. Daily, hourly, she's learning and and growing and has a lot of different things in her tool belt. One of the things she taught me is about overriding. So what is overriding? Overriding is when we do something that we know we don't want to do, right? So how many times have you done something and then you say, oh, I knew I shouldn't have done that or I didn't want to, or I, whatever the, the answer is, but you, you knew. For whatever reason, you did it anyway. You didn't want to let someone down. You thought it would advance you in some way, whatever. And we, we all do this, and I still do it probably daily now. But the types of overriding have changed. So Overriding is when we're not listening to our gut, to our intuition, to that inner voice, to our GPS. And it usually has some sort of consequence. 
if we override on something big, you know, starting a company, maybe it's a relationship with someone, it could be, you know, something of substantial nature, then maybe it's a huge purchase, then it has an equal and opposite effect, right? If it's something small, it's what I guess Susie, she she refers to, refers to these as like friendly types of overrides, which I try to stay in that friendly zone and continue to learn with the little things that don't have such a side of, of impact <laughs> on my life. But think about that a little bit. Do you find yourself overriding in certain situations more than others? Maybe it's at work. Maybe it's at home. Maybe it has to do with a specific relationship. And it's so much easier to look back and say, oh, that was a total override. In the moment is when it's tough, right? In the moment is when usually you are in that kind of crossroads, I've found, where I'm like, well, I can, and I start to justify things. If I start to find myself justifying a decision in my own mind, or even to someone else, that's even a bigger red flag, I'm probably getting ready to override. The other thing is making quick decisions usually doesn't involve overriding, in my experience. So if I am sure about something and I make the decision quickly, it's probably my first gut instinct, you know, my intuition is talking. When I start to think about it too long and get really stuck and torn, even though I might have been really clear in the beginning, that's usually when I get myself into trouble. Another way that I've found I can turn up the volume on that inner voice is um, stillness. Whether that's, you could do it in an airport, you know, put some headphones on and listen to a certain song or meditate. You can do it on a walk anywhere. Nature, journal, just sit in, in silence is very uncomfortable for a lot of people. But that's one of the things that meditation really helps. But stillness, that's when the volume on that voice is the loudest. So by nature, our society and our day-to-day does not foster stillness. It is kind of the antidote of what we have all become to, to be and to, to have this pace in life that is so fast doesn't really encourage the volume being up on our inner voice. But we can put ourselves in those situations pretty darn quickly and briefly. It doesn't have to be an hour meditation. I've never meditated for an hour, by the way. Another thing that's really helped is surrounding myself with people who are also interested in being more intentional, being more conscious of that inner guidance. And we always hear that, you know, saying you are the sum result of the five people you hang out with the most or that you spend the most time with. And think about that because it really does impact your own development and the conversations you're having, the things you're learning from other people truly matters. And when we find ourselves actually discussing our learnings and getting curious about why maybe we did something, a certain action or something's happening. That's really where the growth happens because we're 
getting multiple perspectives and learnings from other people. It doesn't mean that you're asking for advice necessarily and outside advice from people, but I do think it helps to have that circle of people who are also interested in this specific thing because if you're surrounding yourself with the small talk all the time, then that results in small things. Oh, back to overriding again really quickly. We see that quote and like the all of the, you know, memes and stuff that say stop doing shit you hate. Okay, that's one of the most clear simple ways to override is when you find yourself doing something or you just got done doing something and you're like, "I hate this. Why do I keep doing it?" That's an override right there. And then there are a few questions that I have learned to ask myself, and I've learned these from various people who I find are kind of wizards at uh, really kind of getting down to the heart of, of what matters, but also really good masters of, of listening to that inner voice. And here are the questions. So when something's happening and it's not as you had planned, it's not as you wish, and it sucks, one of the questions that you can ask yourself is, hmm, you can get curious and ask, what is this here to teach me? It's such a good prompt. Um, Rather than judging the situation and allowing all of those feelings and emotions to go in that direction of not wanting the situation to be there, being a little more open and be like, oh, okay, hmm, I wonder why this this is happening. What is this here to teach me? What is the message here? And it completely shifts our focus and really changes, for me, it changes the game. And it allows me to go on the offensive versus the defensive. And the other question that I love to ask, this is a a Tim Ferriss prompt, and that is, what would it look like if this were easy? And again, it changes your vibe. It changes your frame of reference and it allows you to think more, more deeply <laughs> about um, the, the next step. And rather than uh, trying to kind of put everything that's happening into a place of how I'm going to figure out this gigantic thing, first starting to think through, wait a minute, what if, what if this were easy? What would it look like if this were easy? And what I like about that question is it really challenges your mind in an innovative way. You start to think of things that are outside of the box, per se, that could be solutions to the situation, that could be different outcomes versus the struggle, versus the, the pain. And lastly, we hear so much about mentorship these days. I feel like it's become a, a bit of a buzzword, which isn't a bad thing. But I do, I do think sometimes that that's a loaded word that people think, oh, if I find a mentor, I will get all of the answers. And in my case, my mentors have never given me any of the answers. They are always asking the questions that help guide me to the answers, but they are not the solution. I'm always the solution. And with a really good mentor and even with my mentees, I will not tell them what to do. Absolutely not. How could I possibly know what's best for them? They know. 
definitely share my experience and ask a lot of questions that hopefully will get them to where they need to go. But finding a mentor who has what you're looking for is important. And not just from a success or a professional standpoint, but that inside GPS. So I am with my mentor, Susie Batiste, once again, her GPS is optimized in a way that I would like for mine to be. You know, it is it is definitely advanced. <laughs> and so that is something that I'm looking to do as well. And so finding someone who has done what you want to do is very important, not just from an outside results standpoint, but from an inside results standpoint. So as you think about this next decade and the one in the past, I encourage you to write yourself a letter. Write yourself a letter yourself as 10 years ago. So I did this, Amy Jo at 30 years old, versus a letter, Amy Jo at 50 years old. And this exercise, I think, is is really powerful because it allows you to understand, to the wisdom that you're gaining over time which is so encouraging because we all are. And nothing we did 10 years ago was bad or wrong necessarily. I mean, maybe some people did, but for the most part, right? It's just we were on our journey. And I know I'm so grateful for every single step because otherwise, you know, you wouldn't be where you are today and headed where you are now. So when you think about investing in the next 10 years, The best advice I can give you is to invest in yourself in a way that strengthens that inner voice and allows for you to practice that in in real time, practice it in a functional, practical way too, because sometimes this can all just sound so esoteric or just kind of out there. And when we bring it down into real life, boots on the ground situations, That's when it becomes real and motivating to want to work on it even more. I hope your new year, new decade is off to the start you had wanted. And if it isn't, there's always time to reset. That's what's so cool. I think sometimes we put so much pressure around the one day on the calendar a year, that January 1st, and then January 2nd or 3rd come. And if we're not where we thought we should be or doing everything perfectly and have a hundred percent, you know, scoreboard track record or whatever, then we get bumped and deflated and give up. And that's, that's actually not even how life works anyway, right? It's a constant chipping away and progress. Little and often progress is so much better than trying to do everything right out of the gate. So one thing you can possibly do is focus on one thing this month. And then add one more thing next month versus trying to do all these different things at one time, which which isn't usually setting ourselves up for success. And if you are wanting to hear a little bit more, I encourage you to listen to episode 100 where I shared some more specifics, some more tactical aspects of, of not only what I'm talking about, but just my journey and lessons of my own experience in the last 10 years, but also what I've learned from some of the people that I've worked with and interviewed. And 
Um, that'll give you a little more, but Lincoln is waking up right now. So we did it. We recorded a podcast in the studio with an eight-month-old who hopefully, I don't even think you probably heard him. So I'm pretty proud of that right there. And yeah, take it one day at a time. We'll see you next week. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to the show. Hit me up on social media to let me know what you think. I'm at Amy Jo Martin on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And I want to hear your Why Not Now moments so I can share them on the show. Just send me a note to whynotnow at amyjomartin.com. For show notes and other offers, you can visit amyjomartin.com forward slash why not now. And while you're there, don't forget to sign up for my email newsletter for exclusive content and announcements. A big thanks to Rock Salt Music for all of the tunes by the talented John Coggins. And of course, a hat tip to Richard Gruer for editing and producing the show. I'll see you next time. And until then, why not now? Thank you.